How's it going, all of our human beings? Welcome back to another episode of What's the Biz with Adam and Liz. I'm your host, Adam. And I'm your other host, Liz. And if you enjoy a podcast where the dog just just can't get comfortable, well, then you're in the right spot because that's what we're going to give you for the next hour or so. Or so. So. So he literally looked up at you and was like, who, me? Yeah. Dog can't. Okay. We're <laughs> getting cozy? Okay. Uh, I have to sneeze. Bless you. Sneeze gang. <laughs> so, okay. Are we comfortable yet? No? Okay. It's like, Do you regret your decision? Yep. There we go. He's like, oh, mama's lap, maybe? <laughs> He'll go at me. He's like, all right, mom, your turn. Every time I'm like, go in your chair. He, we have a chair in here for him. He's like, no. With a blanket and everything. And he's, it's a chair he loves. And he's like, no, Papa's lap. And then he gets in Papa's lap. He's like, I want chair. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, we said that because every week you get in my lap, you go. And then you get off. You're like, Papa's lap is not comfortable. I'm like, I know. <laughs> Give me my chair. <sighs> so. Dogs. What you going to do? Um, Yeah. So this week was weird. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I might steal the show on this one. Don't know. Okay, we'll see. Yeah, but um, just kind of want to open up a little bit that I had two days in a row, uh, my worst panic attacks mm-hmm. that I've ever had in my entire life. Um, and first and foremost, first and foremost, I I can't stand people who are just like they can't tell the difference between. Day-to-day anxiety yeah, and a panic attack, yeah, they are completely different. I don't realize that they're... Especially because, like I was telling you when you came home today, I'm like, yeah, remember, it's also the Midwest. Yes. They're not at all educated in mental health. Yeah, and I, I don't take anything like, like, oh, just calm down. Like, I don't take that in, like, violence. No. Like, it's... It's kind of like... You I just kind of take it and be like, great, you don't understand. Goodbye. You're not helpful right now. Because, again, I'm trying to grow as a person, and that's why I moved out to the Midwest, mm-hmm. so that, like, I can calm, I can calm myself. Like, yeah. I'm getting so much better at my day-to-day anxiety. Yeah. Um, My day-to-day worries, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that, like, my music, right, I'm worrying about that because I am, I'm not getting younger. Yeah. I worry about it in a way of just like, am I, I worry about it in a way like I'm, I'm looking at myself like, dude, are you wasting time right now? Mm -hmm. Like I'm blaming myself for being lazy yeah, and not like seizing the moment. Yeah. So, So, and you're worrying about like getting it done now so that you can build, excuse me, build it into a career sooner rather than later. Yeah. It's just kind of like. In terms of worry, I think I'm just like, I don't really compare myself to others. I don't really compete like mm-hmm. that. Like, oh man, like they're doing this. How is that fair? Like, I haven't done that since yeah, I was a no, teenager. No, it's more of me to me. Like, I don't go on TikTok or any Twitters or social yeah. media to be like, oh man, that guy's so much better than me. Yeah. Well, I do, but yeah, but you do it in a different way. You don't do it in a way of like, oh, they're so good. Why can't I? like be on that level and get paid and do this as a job. You're more of like, man, they're so good. And you put pressure on yourself to be as good as them, not yeah. to have their money or their status or recognition. You want to be as good as them. Cause I'm like, 
I'm lazy. They're not lazy. They're obviously yeah. not being lazy. Yeah. I'm being lazy right now. Yeah, you're not putting it on them saying like, oh, they get to do this and I can't get there. You know you can get there. Mm-hmm. You're just putting pressure on yourself to do it now. So that's all to say is that like my regular day-to-day worry, mm-hmm. someone could say like, hey, you just need to calm down. And like, yeah, it's valid. Mm-hmm. It's completely valid. And I'm yeah. trying to get better at that. Yeah. I'm studying stoicism. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, like constantly trying to meditate, read, take things like, let's listen, just like calm, like, let's mm-hmm. just, and I'm getting better. Like, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm getting better at that. I'm proud of myself. But then I have what I need to go to therapy for, which, um, you know, little spoiler. Oh, also spoiler. Uh, we didn't get the couch, by the way. Yeah, in case you were wondering about that, we didn't, and we still regret it, and still talk about it. Yes, every day. Um, we went back the morning after, and it was sold already. And there so. was an ugly old lady couch in its place. Yeah, so we Very literally disappointing. Yeah, we're just like, oh, okay. Well, like the next morning, we're like, okay, let's go get it, and then it was already sold. Like as soon as the store opened. Yeah. Nope, it was sold. But anyways, um. That, but yeah, also, I didn't get Liz's job again. Yeah. Which would have provided health insurance and that includes counseling. Yeah. But yeah, <clears throat> not to say that it's like I'm desperate for counseling. It's kind of like, okay, it would have helped because I still have like pretty bad depression. I still mm-hmm. have pretty bad anxiety. My brain broken. My brain broken. Yeah. And you have triggers that are mm-hmm. like from trauma and things like that, that mm-hmm. a therapist could help you work through. Yeah. And that's just it. It's like, I don't use it as a crutch, so I no. don't go to therapy. Yeah. I've never used it. I remember, I still remember like I'm, I was a teenager and my mom was taking me to therapy and I remember looking at her like teenage depression isn't a thing. Like that's not real. My yeah. mom's like, okay. Um, <laughs> And then I was just like later on in life, I'm like, it, what? it is a real thing. She's like, uh-huh. But like, um, no, I, I'm still damaged, which brings me to like, so the past week, I, it was a tough one at work, mm-hmm. you know, working two 11, 12 hour shifts in, in a, row. a row for the um, second week in a row and for the second week in a row, like back to back. Um, and in a restaurant, it it gets pretty hectic Mm -hmm. and I don't know. I have a lot of concerns about things, not concerns, but just more of like, like, man, you're never going to be good enough. Like different voices that go on in my head. Uh, and I've had panic attacks before. Yeah. I've had them before where I just kind of like shut down Mm -hmm. and I just kind of like, okay, like, and I just feel like, and that's, you know, that's what I want to. Uh, give into with this album that I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of the panic attacks that I've had. Like that feeling that it gives you. Like I'm just sinking. Mm-hmm. This one was weird. And it was back to back. And I thought I was having a heart attack. Yeah. Like I straight up thought I was having a heart attack. Um, And like to say, I don't like it when people say, you just need to calm down. Because again, my day-to-day anxiety... I'm getting so much better at. Yeah. And I and that's why I left Pennsylvania so that I could actually progress as a human being. Yeah. I can actually progress 
in my human nature. And if I fall down, no one's there to be like, oh, well, you know, this is just like what you do. Would you just panic a lot? I'm like mm-hmm. with people that I know from my worst self. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, I want to grow. So if I fall down, I don't need a reminder. Yeah, You don't have an audience to remind you of all your downfalls and yeah. the past. I'm like, can I just fall down and not you remind me that I sucked as a human being? Yeah. Maybe I can grow. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's beyond the point. Um, but I've gotten so much better. And Liz has told me that I've gotten better. So that's nice. But this one, two in a row. Like two panic attacks in a row that I've mm-hmm. I never experienced, and I literally thought I was having a heart attack. But the second time I had it, <clears throat> I realized my arm wasn't going numb, and all the things that people told me about a heart attack, I wasn't feeling. Yeah, and I think that's where like having that, like a lot of people complain and decided like, oh, we have we know too much, mm-hmm. and we can Google anything. But those things sometimes when you do have an anxiety and depression problem, mm-hmm. having that information can be helpful. Yeah. So the way I was feeling is like one, I was actually having trouble breathing and I've heard people talk about this where I'm like my, most of my panic attacks, I shut down. There's no like physical uh, things going on. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like, I I just kind of like, da, 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 da. Like mm-hmm. my, my, my computer brain just shuts off and I'm just like a zombie at that yeah, point. Yeah. And I feel like if I'm corn, if you try to corner me, I will throw punches. Yes. Like one of those, um, like it goes into a defense mechanism where I'm just like, I'm panicking and I'm just like, okay. And I just yeah. feel like nothing's happening. But this time I actually felt the panic attack I was feeling both days yeah. and it happened two days in a row where I was having issues breathing. Like the way they display panic attacks on TV. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I felt my throat like closing mm-hmm. and the scariest part was, and I thought this was a heart attack. Mm-hmm. My entire chest was like throbbing in a weird mm-hmm. way. And it, and the second day it was happening my arm wasn't like neither day my arm wasn't yeah. but i was starting to realize my arm's not going numb and it's not my heart that's palpitating mm-hmm. but like it felt like the butterflies you get in your stomach when you see someone you like like <laughs> one, one across the room oh. um but those butterflies that you get right yeah. with nerves but like times that by 10 yeah and that was all over my chest and the way I described it to Liz is that it didn't feel like a heart palpitation, mm-hmm. but like if you wiggle jelly in a jar and the way it moves, that's how it felt all in my chest. Yeah. Uh, and I was having issues breathing the entire yeah. night. Uh, and the first time I did it, like, again, I was going through reminders of myself. Like it was in my head. I'm like, okay, just breathe. Just calm down. Mm-hmm. Like you got to go. But the thing is, in the restaurants, right, especially when I'm working the the dinner shift, is that, like, there's no real time to calm down. Yeah, you can't just take be like, oh, I need five and go, like, take a breather in the back room or anything. Like, yeah. y'all are busy all the time. Yeah, the, the, the next night, I actually went into panic mode. I threw something, and then head chefs are like, take a five. Yeah. Like, step outside. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. 
So that was my five. I threw something. <laughs> um, but um, no, like I, I took that. I took a five the first night. Like I mm-hmm. took a little bit of breathing when I had a lull, and I was like, yeah, I was like, breathe, just calm down, stop. Like I was like in my head, I'm like yeah. stop, like like st- pulling yourself out of a panic attack. Yeah, I was just like. And but I didn't know it was a panic attack. Yeah, I was like, yeah. okay, calm down. This might be a heart attack. I don't know what's happening. What's happening? I I, I don't have any. I'm like, I was like weird mm-hmm. out. I was like, what's going on? Like I was like, I don't know what's I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. I was getting scared. And I was like, okay, it's starting to go away, I think. Yeah. Because in my head, I was like saying, calm down, breathe, yeah, stop it. And then I went back to work. Yeah. But like the next night. It was a Friday night, mm-hmm. and we got berated mm-hmm. with customers. Yeah, you guys were busy. Like, it was one of the busiest nights I've ever faced. Yeah. Um, And, and like, tickets were going up. And mm-hmm. the servers at a restaurant are, they're, they're awful. They're yeah. awful. Yeah. Like, they they're will. They're not great. They will go to seven different tables that they're going to, and they'll just write down the order. And then they'll just like ring it in all at once. Like, so you get seven tables worth of food orders. And like, then they'll be mad at us because like, oh, well, this table came out, like came first. I'm like, how will I freaking know that? Because you just did it all at once. Yeah, exactly. So it's like our tickets were like everywhere. Out of order, yeah. And there's so many tickets that we had to put tickets behind each other mm-hmm. because we're like, okay, we can't freaking keep up with this yeah uh and then the second panic attack was happening and i was like no not now not now not now Mm -hmm. not now like and that's the thing is it's like i'm telling myself breathe breathe but at the same time there's not really time where i can just like like okay take your time with these orders like i can't i can't take time because i have to keep up yeah so it's just like I'm trying to do my job while also calming myself down at the same time. Um, And I have to get out orders at a timely fashion. But at the same time, I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, just take your time here. Like there, I'm like, there's more takes. Like, God damn. I was just like, oh no, stop it. Stop it. Stop, 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 stop. And I was just like, and then I threw something Mm -hmm. and then it's like, and then I took my five outside. I was like, stop, calm down like i was just like telling myself like calm down Mm -hmm. and i just felt that jelly in my chest it was just like shaking and i couldn't breathe still outside and i was like time i was like okay think of think of happy times i was literally trying my hardest to think of Mm -hmm. like like think of like japanese cherry blossoms walking in the wind like i'm Mm -hmm. trying and like i'm still panicking yeah and i'm like oh my god like what's happening um but I had to get back in. Yeah. So this entire night, both nights, I'm like working through service mm-hmm. with a panic attack. Yeah. And I didn't know it was a panic attack until the next night. Yeah. I was like, I think I was having a panic attack, you yeah. know? Um, and it was scary because I was just like, I I was having issues breathing. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't want to like step out. Yeah. I didn't want to be like, hey, chef, I'm having a panic attack. Can I go <laughs> I home need now? like two minutes. Uh, like, or even like go yeah. home. Yeah. You know, like, can I go home? I'm having a panic attack. And it's yeah. just like, I I don't, I was just like, okay, just work through it. Yeah. So I worked through a panic attack, which again, I don't use this as a crutch. 
Exactly. But it's hard to explain to people that like, no, I'm not. It's not like day to day anxiety. I'm just like, oh, my bills aren't going to get no, paid. It's just something triggered, like set off an alarm in your head mm-hmm. that made it override every other control you have. Yeah. That's why I don't know if I mean, I'm sure you've heard of it, but have you heard like I think it's like five, three, one to help you come out of a panic attack. It's no. like five things you can see, three mm-hmm. things you can hear and like two things you can touch or something like that. I don't know it exactly, but it's like that. It's like to help your brain focus on your surroundings. Yeah. And just focus on everything being OK and not being in your head of panicking about well, what you're feeling that's essentially what i was trying to do yeah but the things that i was seeing was just I, like I a What's pile I mean? of orders I meant more of once you're like once you did take that five because yeah. instead instead you were bullying yourself you were panicking because you didn't know what it was mm-hmm. you're panicking about the feeling you were having whereas yeah. that method helps you not focus on what's going on inside your body mm-hmm. and helps you more reconnect with the world and not what's inside your head yeah but I yeah, just, when you're when you're in the kitchen working and that's what's causing the anxiety, you do hear and see everything. Yeah. I mean more of once you're out once you've already taken that decision to go outside. But like, yeah, I've worked in restaurants when I was panicking. Yeah, definitely. And my panicking is normally just shutting down and mm-hmm. just being a zombie and just going to all the pilot mode. Mm-hmm. Like it's def- just defense at that point. Yeah. Um and that's how usually it goes for me. It's just kind of like, okay, I can work through this. I'm just a zombie. And I remember when I worked at Gracie's, yeah. Gracie all the time was trying to get me out Yeah, in a nice way. She's like, oh, Adam. Adam, I think you need to go sit down. <laughs> she wouldn't even say that. She's just like saying, she's trying to get me to like yeah. laugh and smile. Yeah. Uh, like get you to focus on everything. Yeah. Because the problem is it's like, Adam, the fun party guy, like I usually bring the fun. Mm-hmm. And then when I go into panic mode, people aren't used to that. Yeah. And it's not like I'm trying. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. When people say when I'm, when you're having a panic attack, it's just kind of like, oh, just calm down. Do you think I enjoy what's going on right now? Yeah. Do you think that's not what I'm trying to do? It's like a bodily function that just happens and i'm very embarrassed that's happening. yeah it's like when you just accidentally poop your pants yeah or like pee yourself it, the experience isn't <laughs> yeah. fun and if people say like hey man don't pee your pants like that's how it like, would don't feel you like think that my body already goes about doing that regularly clearly something has malfunctioned that that's what it feels like yeah if i could give anything to a listener that's never had like that kind of panic attack. Yeah. I'm kind of embarrassed that the panic attack is happening. Yeah. I'm not having a good time. If you pee your pants, you didn't do that on purpose. Yeah. Unless you did to get out of work early. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't pee my pants on purpose. And if you tell me, hey, man, next time don't pee your just pants. Just hold it. Just hold it. Well, no crap, Sherlock. Yeah. No. In, in, that's the thing. Like, in general, anxiety and depression is a malfunction. Something yeah. is not wired correctly. Yeah. Or there's hormones messing you up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's already a malfunction. A panic attack is just like a virus has now entered the system. Yeah. The I'm, malfunction let that in. Mm-hmm. No, and there's no control left. That's the thing. I'm, I'm always embarrassed. When mm-hmm. a panic attack happens, I'm not asking it to happen. Yeah, exactly. I'm not asking. 
Because again, there's day-to-day anxiety that I already have as an adult, like bills being paid or my dog is itching too much. What if he has a disease? Uh, There's like day-to-day adult stuff where it's just like, hey, man, don't worry about that. That I'm getting good at, like especially the money stuff. Mm -hmm. Then there's just like, oh, no, that cloud is too big. Panic attack. Yeah. Like I like that's not something that I want to happen. Yeah. Like, again, it when I couldn't breathe, mm-hmm. it wasn't about, like, immediate. Like, I've done this before. Like, I've... Yeah. I've, like, yeah, work is stressful, but it's not it's not anything new. No. And when I just couldn't breathe, I'm like, okay, I guess this is happening, and I'm not going to be able to breathe while yeah. I cook yeah. stuff. Panic attacks, in my experience and what I've learned about them... They usually happen because it's a lot of regular stresses that have built up mm-hmm. and it's been stressful, you know, because like you wanted my job and we found out you you weren't getting it and you're worrying about a lot of stuff right now. And then the just having that busy night where things were everything happening. Yeah. You know, it just builds up and it sucked. Yeah. Like that night sucked mm-hmm. hard. Like I it was 11 hours, but yeah. if somebody told me, like, I would have to stay for 14, I would have been shocked. Like, yeah. It, yeah. The fact that I got off at 11 hours, I was like, are you sure? Like, yeah. I asked, because as I got off, another 20 top walked in. Oh, my God. It was a bachelorette party. Oh, yes. You did tell me that. I got 20 top walked in. And I was like, are you sure? I will work. And I'm, like, telling them, like, listen, that was just, like, a thing. Like, I had, I don't know what it was. I'm sorry. Do you want me to stay? Yeah. So, like, the fact that they let me go, I was like, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. (laughs) But, like, it was one of those nights where you just pinned down. Yeah. In the line cook. Yeah. Like, you're you're pinned down in the line. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't know when you can go to the bathroom. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you're just there. Yeah. Uh, And, again, I got off around, like, 830. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That 20 top came in at 830. I was like, are you sure? Yeah. So... It sucked. Excuse me. It sucked hard. Um, But yeah, no, it is what it is. And again, it could have been worse. But like, that's the thing. When you're in a line cook position, you mm-hmm. there's days where there's days where it's super chill. Yeah. And then there's days that are just like, you don't know when you're going to yeah. leave. Like, yeah. That's it. Exactly. Like, leave the line. Yeah. Not even leave to go home, but like, leave... Unless you're a smoker, then you yeah. can leave. Then it's you like, can just step outside whenever you please. Yeah. No, even the smokers, it's like, I don't know when my next cigarette is. And I feel worse for them, honestly. Yeah. But I feel worse because then it's just like, then they have that thing going off in their heads. Like, I'm having a panic attack, and their brains are going like, nicketing, 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 nicketing. And it's just like, they, you, yeah. can't, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. So, again... Which is, again, why I wanted Liz's job. Yeah. So that maybe, just maybe. The only thing I struggle with thinking about all day is food, and that's simply because I fast all morning. Yeah. Um, It's not to say my wor- my job is the worst no. ever. It's just more of just like, oh, I'm having the worst panic attack I've ever. Yeah. You can't deal with whatever is stressing you can't deal with your anxiety in the moment because Mm. whereas at my job like yeah i have an anxiety and depression disorder 
and it does get in the way of work sometimes, but because of my job, mm-hmm. I can say, my brain is not good today. I don't want to go on the phone. So I choose to do stuff that keeps me off the phone as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And and I get to do that because yeah. I have that ability. Whereas at your job, you had to cook food while in the middle of a panic attack. Yeah. And there was no choice in the matter. There's no way out of it for you. Yeah. That was the first time I wasn't able to breathe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. like when they say like, I can't breathe and a panic attack. I've never experienced that. Yeah. I, I've never been, I've never experienced that because again, I do the shutdown. Yeah. But when they say I can't breathe, I don't know what they mean mm-hmm. because like I can't breathe and more of just like, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. But now I know it's like, it's like my throat started to close and then and like, you couldn't like catch yeah, a breath. Like yeah. I could, in, inhale but i couldn't really exhale mm-hmm. like i was like like at like half inhales yeah and again like my chest was shaking mm-hmm. and i was like okay what is happening what's happening but again i couldn't get myself out of it mm-hmm. like i was just like again i was just like think all all i kept thinking about was just like stop it stop mm-hmm. calm down calm down we're in the middle of dinner rush don't do this right now yeah um I don't know. It was scary. It was really scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, okay. Okay. Uh, but again, like talking to somebody about having a panic attack when they don't understand anxiety. And if they ever tell me, he's like, well, you just needed to calm down. That's why I don't really, I didn't really tell anybody. Like I yeah. told one guy. Yeah. Because he was right next to me when it was yeah. happening. Like, that's why I told him, like, listen, I think it was a panic attack, but even like he Mm -hmm. in good intention. Yeah. I'm not trying to say that this guy was insulting me, but he's like saying this, this man is also 58 years old. Yeah. So when he said like, yeah, you know, there are some times where I need to sit down and all that. Good intention. Because what he thought I was trying to relate. Yes. And understand, even though he has clearly never experienced it. Yeah. He's like, I, I'm like, yeah, I understand. I understand. He's a very good man. I I love this man to death. So when, when he said, I was like, thanks. I was like, thank you. (laughs) That doesn't help, but thank you. (laughs) But again, telling somebody who's suffering a panic attack in the moment and telling them like, you just need to like calm down. is like telling, I was telling you, it's like telling somebody who's suffering with insomnia, like you just need to go to sleep. Mm hmm. Or like telling a smoker, it's like, you just need to put the cigarettes down. Yeah. It's like, I want to. Yeah. I would love to have a normal brain. Same. Love to. But like I was telling you even this, like there's so many things that a normal brain would be awesome for me. Because one, then it would stop giving my coworkers belly rubs if I had a normal brain. Most of my 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 coworkers are guys. Don't worry, I'm not going up to yeah. like strange women. He only like, does it, does this to men. Yeah. So like in my normal brain, like anytime, like again, doing line cook work and being in the restaurant, it's very much a bro atmosphere yeah, for sure. And I love 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 demeaning bros. 
So when they're just like, yeah, I did this and this and this, I go right up to them and I give a belly. I was like, good boy. Yeah. He was a good boy. And they're like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he was a good boy. I give him leg scritches. So I'm like, you want some scritches? <laughs> Doesn't help that you're just like an all in millennial dog dad with no kids. So like, yeah. you know how to spoil a dog mm. and you just take that and put it on human men. So I tell people like, I tell my coworkers when they're whenever like someone else is just like, oh, I I, I can do that. I'm like, hey, go give them some scritches. <laughs> so if I had a normal brain, I wouldn't give my coworkers belly rubs. Yeah. Um, that would be a plus of just not like going to that route of like, hey man, they're doing a good job. Give them a belly rub. So that would be <laughs> cool. Uh, the other thing is that like I wouldn't have panic attacks. So that's yeah. nice. Again. I would not like to experience that again. Yeah. Um, and the other part is just like, like I was telling you, I really wish with my normal brain that I could be satisfied with just regular work. Yeah. I really, really, like, I really wish I could because like, again, I. Not even be satisfied, just content. Yeah. Like anytime I'm in another place, that's not producing music Mm -hmm. it's not even that i'm like here's the thing about my brain it's not that i'm not content like i'm fine in my job it's fine you're like you're you're making money you're supporting your family yeah but like i said last time where i was just like there's jobs that are unfulfilling you just collect a paycheck and bounce yeah and then there's jobs that keep you away from your fulfillment yeah and like when I'm in the studio and I'm creating music and whenever I'm trying to create this project, like whenever I get to actual work, like if I were to work with a client about a music project, mm-hmm. which I have before, yeah, I, I've done theme songs. That's where I get the satisfaction. Yeah, like that's, exactly. It's not like where somebody has an artistic hobby. Like I've had artistic hobbies like um, like a podcast. Yeah. Or like making Evolt videos, which I don't know when it will happen. Um, when I don't like when our life figures out how to calm down. That's when you'll get an evil video. Yeah, that's how you're. You'll know our life has calmed down a bit. And I get like fun out of that. I get it. Yeah. For, but like when I'm actually creating music, I'm like, I'm content. Yeah. With this, I am content when somebody is not satisfied with the music, and I'd be like, okay, I can do a better job at this. Mm-hmm. And I wish I had a normal brain. So that I could do normal work and be satisfied. Yeah. I really wish. I really wish. I Like, I'm not saying that in a way of like, oh, I wish I was. I wish I was normal. Like, I yeah. really do wish that, like, I wasn't an artist at heart. Yeah. I, I really wish that I could just. I really wish I could just shut off that brain and just like, hey, man, music is just like a stupid little hobby. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right, brain. It is a stupid little hobby. Just time to go to work. Clock in. Like, I really wish I could. Yeah. But it's like the the thing that I'm content with is a dream job, like most people say. Yeah. That I have to have a backup plan. It's not like where people are normal jobs. It's like, hey, man, I know your dream or your contentment is with insurance, but you need to have a back. No one tells you that. No. It, like, hey, man, I know your dream is to mow lawns and that's really satisfying for you, but you need to have a backup. No one tells yeah, you that. exactly. 
No one tells you. Of you only need a backup plan if your dream is in the arts. Yeah. Or even if like, hey, man, I know you want to become a chef, but maybe come. nobody tells you that. No. If I were to tell somebody like, hey, I want to be I want to become a chef. Oh, yeah. Just work in restaurants. Yeah. No backup plan. No. Just that. But anything in the arts like, hey, I want to, you know, write scores for films. Well, that's nice. But I have a backup plan. Like become a chef. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of yeah. like that so i wish i had a normal brain to stop stop giving belly rubs to random people uh to not have panic attacks to not be an artist and i really want to be this normal person but my brain doesn't wire that way no just like some people again like i talked about this in a previous episode where people look oh everybody's an artist not everybody's an artist no get over yourself some people are not wired to be artists, and that's fine. Leave them alone. I would love to be deep. I'd love it. Me too. You are deep. <laughs> deep as a as a kitty pool. No, but you're an artist. You do. You know how to take those big feelings mm-hmm. and make it into something. Like you've listened to the track that I'm working on right now, and it's just like, yeah. Um, I, I can't. But that's what I mean. It. Like you can do that. You can think of poems. You get poems. I don't get poems. Yeah. Like you can sit there and read a book of poetry and just get so much out of it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even get what the freaking ducks were about in Catcher in the Rye. And please, <laughs> someone tell me why they're so freaking important because I had a whole class about it and I still don't get it. That's not. The, I was going to explain, it, but that's not the point. But no, go for you it. can tell me later. But okay. that's the thing. Like you, you get that stuff. Like yes. you can. Like if you cared in high school, you would have done amazing in English class. If I cared, <laughs> you didn't though. I know, I know you didn't. But you remember me in my magnet level English classes. Mm. I hated them, mm-hmm. and, and I just didn't get them. I don't get it. I had to take poetry, fiction, drama in college hated that class hated all of it Mm -hmm. because i don't i can't get my brain to think on those levels i wish i could be that deep i don't consider myself an artist Mm -hmm. like i do artsy things yeah but i'm not an artist yeah like and i enjoy that's the thing like you're like oh the hobbies like embroidery is my hobby Mm -hmm. i am just kind of making things some of them i keep for myself and some of them I put in a box. When I get to like a hundred items, I will go to a craft fair. Yes. But it's not, I don't intend on it ever being my job. Mm-hmm. It's a hobby. I just make things that sound fun to me. Um. But yeah, I don't know where I was going. This. So I'm just saying like, I'm not an artist. Like even though I am artsy, yeah. I'm not an artist. Yeah. And it's like people just are wired differently. Mm-hmm. I'm wired to be like, I want my job to be music. Like Whereas I, I'm too literal to be on yeah. that level. But, like, that's what I mean, though. It's just kind of like some people are wired mm-hmm. one way and they want to be wired normal. I would love to do that. I would love to be just like, I don't know, not insane. Insane. But that's the thing. It's like some people are wired differently. Yeah. But, and, okay. So, speaking on that, speaking on that, yeah, I know I'm also looking at other jobs. If I can't get Liz's job because I emailed the recruiter yes. saying, well, how can I improve? Like, what is it that's stopping me from getting to that next interview? And I'm not going to read the email, you know, no. verbatim. I'm just bas- basically the email back said like, hey, to be competitive to the other applicants, op- other applicants in the pool, 
you know, you need to have something that is in the business world in your resume. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I didn't, when I left youth ministry, when I was in an office, yeah, I just kind of fell into restaurants. We had two months yeah, to we- find jobs and find a place to live. And our place to live, we got, what, a week before? One week before moving. Like, w- our options were live with your mom yes, or be homeless, we- like, before we got that apartment. Yes. And that was simply because you found one place that would take you. No, but because, um, remember how I got that apartment? You don't remember, do well, you? Well, I thought it was because you got the job at the grocery store. They nope. said, like, oh, yeah. Nope. What was it? So originally the apartment was a certain Oh my price. god, yeah. The the apartment was a Well, I thought we wouldn't have had a chance unless you cuz you definitely got that job before we got the apartment. Yes, because you looked we were going to live in Hershey. Yeah, either way. Yeah. When the apartment came back and said like, "Oh yeah, we're looking at other applicants." I forgot about that. And I forget how much it originally was. I think it was like 650 a month or something like that. Something. Yeah. And then like um like something like that. And then it's like, yeah, we have about 15 other applicants. And on the phone, I said, like, I'll pay $100 more. And yeah. she's like, one moment, please. And then yeah. she, like, hung up and then and called the landlord. And called the landlord. Called me back, like, so you made the top of the list. So I was like, boom, let's go. Yeah. So it was like, in the contract. we needed a place to live. I was just, like, immediately, like, $100 more? Yeah. Hold. <laughs> Uh, I think it was actually, I don't think, I think I only offered 50, I think I did $50 more. And, and then, then when it was down to two people, like it was us and one other couple. No, 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 no. Like it was originally 50. And then she said like, and you also have a pet, right? She's like, and I was like, yeah. So that's an extra $25. So you'd be paying an extra $75. Yeah. So basically it was a hundred, but like, yeah, yeah. I was, I just literally said a number. I was like, Hey, I'll pay more. Yeah. And like. Hold on, please. Mm-hmm. And then I hung up and then he called back and I was like, oh, let's go. So that was within a week. But yeah, so when I left youth ministry, yeah. like, I'm sorry that I just kind of fell. In, and I explained that in my first interview. Yeah. That's like, hey, when I left the office, I kind of went into restaurants because you didn't have time. We didn't have time for both of us to be looking for office jobs. Yeah. And I can't make money working in a restaurant. No. And, and so I was just like, I guess I'll just do restaurants. Yeah. So basically the only way I'm going to get Liz's job is if I look for a job in business. And the only reason I'm looking for a job in business is to leave that job so that I can put it on my resume so that I can go into the job that I want to do. Yes, there's other jobs available in Liz's company and I don't want to do call center. Yeah. Don't want to do call center. Don't want to do call center. Yeah. Don't want to do it. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying what it is. I don't want to do that. Being on the phone constantly is not for Adam. No. Though, I mean, at least for me personally, Mm -hmm. being in a call center, being an administrative assistant is what helped me develop my professional voice. Mm -hmm. But I also worked in like constant taking phones in retail. Like at CVS, I answered phones. At Planet Fitness, that really helps develop just a professional Mm -hmm. voice and then like working in a professional call center and as administrative assistant that helped me with my written professionalism yes but i don't know if you would like the job enough to care if you sounded professional on the phone yeah it would be like me when you when you were like 
not worry you, but like it would be like if you said like, "Hey, could I be a chef?" I'm like, I think you could if proper training. Do I think you would excel in it? Would you need constant supervision? Yes. yes. <laughs> like, put me in the back of a kitchen and I am good to go. Doesn't matter what. Yeah. I will excel in whatever. If it's if it involves something putting into your mouth, I will excel into it. Yeah. Drinks, food. I'll just end it there. I like I will excel at it. If it's in your mouth, I'll excel. <laughs> Anyway, but like with you, but for me, it's like put me in a customer service role or put me just anywhere where I have to be professional mm-hmm. over the phone or writing. Yeah, I can do it now. I still get snippy with insurance companies sometimes because mm-hmm. let me tell you, people, every single insurance company mm-hmm. has the worst employees. Mm. they're the worst they're all you very rarely not rarely i maybe once once or twice a day i'll get someone very delightful on the phone Mm -hmm. sometimes you get someone that's a little too delightful the one time it was right before i finished work it was like my last call and this girl's making chit chat she's like you pronounce that last name so well she's like i wasn't sure how you're gonna pronounce that like she's like going on and she's like oh liz is that short for elizabeth i'm like yes Mm -hmm. like it's five o'clock i should have gotten off the phone by now Trust me, I know because <laughs> most of the servers that work in my restaurant, they're just doing this just for the extra money and get yeah. a little fun. And, and I interact with them because they all work in offices. And my God, my God, yeah. my God. Some people are a little too chipper. My God. For the job that we do. Like I do the basically the same job as the people I talk to all day. And I'm like, listen, we both know this is not fun. Yeah. Don't but, take, don't drink your coffee this morning because you don't need it. But yeah, that's what I mean. It was like. Stuff that I can't do Liz's job, but yeah. there's a little less on the phone and more of just like there's more action. Yeah. Um, action in terms of just and like it's not customer, you're making the call in my job. You're not taking as many calls. Yeah. Like that's what I mean though. Uh so I'm looking at other mm-hmm. options, other routes. Yeah. That um, could work even if you don't move to my company. Cause again, then I looked at working in a bank, mm-hmm. and then I read the first paragraph, and it's just like, come to work in a in a suitable environment, very friendly. I'm like, I give my coworkers belly rubs. <laughs> like, I can't. Like, I just can't. Like, I have to dress yeah. up in a golf shirt every day. Like, oh, morning, Joe. Oh, morning, Adam. How are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing good. You want me to rub your ear? What's that, Adam? Nothing. But hey, free coffee. Hey, free coffee. Well, I get free coffee in my job. Okay. You can continue with the free coffee. <laughs> and you're in an environment where you might actually want coffee. You don't really want coffee when you're standing in a hot kitchen all day. I know, but I do anyway. Well, that's because you're addicted to coffee. That's true. But yeah, no, like, um, yeah. Oh, and before anybody says like, oh, are you having too much caffeine? Didn't have that much caffeine that day. Just, nope. just happened. Yeah. Before anybody solves a mystery, like, oh, mystery like, solved. Too, like, too much coffee? Yeah. No, me and Adam, Adam's in his 30s. I'm almost in my 30s. Six months. Mm-hmm. Um, We know not to have caffeine. Yeah. Like, the people I work with, they're like, oh, I'm on my fifth cup of coffee at, like, nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I'm just like, you guys are all much older than me, for one, and yeah. should not be drinking that much coffee. Like, 
This is why all of you are so miserable all the time. Because all you do is drink coffee. You're dehydrating yourself and then you crash. I have one cup of coffee in the morning and I'm 100% aware that I cannot have any more caffeine after like 10. Otherwise, mm. I won't sleep. Like you got me an um, cold oat milk latte oh, thing yeah. from the um, like organic grocery store. Mm-hmm. The morning I had that, that night could not sleep. Jeez. I stayed up for an extra hour after you fell asleep. So that's why I didn't drink it till the weekend. But that's what I mean, though. It's just kind of like, I get it. But yeah, no, it's like, I'm not trying to say that I would be bad at a bank, but I just read that first paragraph and I just like, Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. But I was just like, but like, again, with Liz's job, mm-hmm. I don't have to interact with, Morning, Joe. Morning, yeah. Adam. Like, I don't want to do the small talk. I just want to go to work. Mm-hmm. I just want to do my job. I remember when I was still at the youth ministry church. Yeah. And I would see one coworker's car in a lot. I'm like, <sighs> crap. I didn't get here before them. Because, like, I just wanted to go to my office and get to work. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, oh, morning, Adam. I'm like, I'm not going to say the name. I'm like, yeah. oh, morning, Joe. And then me and Joe would just... Well, not me and Joe. Joe <laughs> would talk for the next two hours. Talk and talk and talk. I was like, that's great, Until Joe. Someone came to visit the office and, and then I would just finally bolted. distract them. I'm like, I got I got work to do. Yeah. Can I do my work? Like, I yeah. would like to go to work, mm-hmm. which, again, that's why I want to lose a job because it's an office job, but I don't have to make small talk. You choose if you want to include yourself in all the talk. It's that that's the thing. It's just kind of like I just want to do my job. Mm-hmm. I want to give the job. Like, hey, these are the files you need to do the claims for. Do the claims, and it's like you can do, boss man. And yeah. then just go at it. Yeah. No small talk. Nothing. Can I just go to work? Can I just do my job? Mm-hmm. In the same way, even in my job, like there's a lot of things on my prep list. Yeah. And of course, I live in the Midwest where they just want to do small talk. Mm-hmm. They just want to do small talk. Nothing against it. Yeah. It's kind of like, that's great. Ice fishing. Nice. I need to do my prep list. Yeah. I'm always so scared because like when I shovel, I am so scared a neighbor's going to talk to me mm-hmm. or tell me that I'm doing something wrong or tell me what type of shovel I need to have. One, yeah, I know I don't have the right shovel. I'm going to fix that by next season. Yeah. But two, it's like, I'm just so scared someone's going to talk to me. I'm like, listen, mm-hmm. I don't want to be out here. I don't want to talk to you. I'm from the East Coast. Stop talking to me. Yeah. I want to shovel and go back inside. And with this much focus on work, I was still diagnosed with ADD as a kid. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So many kids in our generation were misdiagnosed with ADD. Yeah. And that was before ADHD. Yes. And, I was and like, then when ADHD was discovered, then everyone was diagnosed with that. Yes. I was also diagnosed with ADD. And my mom's like, this is not correct. She's like, this, like all the teachers are like, well, she has ADD. And she's like, no, she doesn't. No. There's something else wrong. Yeah. No, I'm just, uh, I just want to do the, like wh- when I grunted at the bank job, mm-hmm. I was like, because then it's just like the whole thing of just like morning small talk with those kind of people yeah. and it's like i don't care like when i remember when i worked at the longer company and every single monday my boss would be like <sighs> what'd you do weekend? this weekend i'm like nothing. nothing like the same thing i did last weekend and the weekend before that and the week i did nothing my husband works at a restaurant which you know yeah and i do nothing on the weekend and that's the thing it's just like at my job 
It's like, oh, how were two days off? I'm like, I didn't leave my house. They're like, me too. Because <laughs> yeah. like when you work in a restaurant, you're just exhausted. Yeah. And you're just like, I didn't leave. And they're like, me neither. I played Fortnite. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it is what it is. So yeah, um that was the worst panic attack I've ever had. And um so the other thing I wanted to bring up before we close out, um, again, I study stoicism. Mm-hmm. And I think my biggest, so I, I think about this a lot. Yeah. I think about this a ton. In terms of anxiety, in terms of like day-to-day anxiety, mm-hmm. there's a difference between clinical anxiety and day-to-day anxiety. Oh, definitely. And I, I don't ha- think people recognize that yeah. enough. I have both. Yeah. Apparently. Same Um, Because whenever you go into churches and they're just like, oh, you need to fight off the demon of anxiety. I'm like, I'm trying, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I can fight off the day-to-day yeah. anxiety. And I think that's what they mean. Yeah. Because when adult adults face anxiety, it's, it's just a part it, of being an adult. It's part of being an adult. You're going to be anxious about life because you have a lot of stuff to pay for and people depending on you to pay it. Yeah. But then there's the uh, bad anxiety where it's just, again, that cloud is too big and I'm scared and I'm passing out. Yeah. It's just like, okay, the cloud is too big. When they say, like, why are you anxious about the cloud? Like, I don't know either. I would like to (laughs) not be scared of the cloud. I would love that. I would love to just stroll in the park and not be worried. Why is that cloud so big? Oh, my my chest hurts. Um, Would love that. Yeah. But again, going back to stoicism, I I study it a lot and there's a lot to talk about with stoicism in terms of like you can only control what you can control. Mm-hmm. There's a lot and I was talking to my buddy Marcus about this. Like we were talking the other uh week, <laughs> month. Yeah, it was no, it wasn't a month. It week, was a couple, couple it was of a week weeks or ago. two ago. And I was talking to him about it and like how it coincides with Christianity, yeah. like Bi- the Bible teaching, as well as Stoicism, because mm-hmm. Jesus was the Stoic, mm-hmm. you know, especially when we talk about, you know, the storm on, on uh, the um, Sea of Galilee. No, I'm running out of things. Like early today, I was recording an, an episode with Adnan and I couldn't remember NF's album that came out in 2017. I'm like, I'm losing my mind here. Want to know why? Why? Anxiety. Oh, yeah. Because you, I mean, you have 100% experience that I have zero memory. Yeah. It's because of anxiety. I read it and and people explain it really well on TikTok. But they, like, it's the ones where it's like, my therapist told me, and it's one that always comes up. It's my therapist told me that the reason why people with anxiety have terrible memory is because their brain is so focused on surviving minute to minute that mm-hmm. they're not cr- developing the memories in the moment. They're just, their brain is just so preoccupied with trying to get through the minute. Yeah. Which is how I felt. Like I felt like I was, I mean, usually I'm just like trying to swim to the surface mm-hmm. of just like trying to get out. And then yeah. by the time I'm out, I'm so mentally exhausted. I just still can't talk. Yeah. Anyways. Exactly. But yeah, that's why you're probably not having great memories because you've had really anxious last two days. But again, I would argue that Jesus was a stoic because when the storm was on, when they were on the boat and disciples are freaking mm-hmm. out. He's like, chill, dude. He was taking a nap. Yeah. Like he was just like, hey, man, 
chill. And then he put his hand over the waves and the waves stopped. Like, He's like, no, everyone shut up. I'm sleeping. I, like, I'm, <laughs> like, stop it. I'm sleeping. <laughs> kind of like Floki. Yeah. <laughs> stop it. So I'm trying the, to nap. Or are we comparing our dog to Jesus? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Would you expect anything less from me? But again, like, so point going is that like a lot of things coincide with it but most importantly is that like stoics say you can only control what you can control and at the end of the day when you get back when you read through a lot of stoic philosophy Mm -hmm. at the end of the day what can you control basically nothing yeah basically nothing uh i would even argue that a lot of stoics say that like you your bodily functions you can't control. Nope. Um, there's a lot of Stoics that say, like, hey, sometimes ha- things happen in your body you can't control. Like my panic attack, but I can't control. I can no. only – my choice – what I can control is, like, okay, what is my choice here? Am I going to continue working or if I'm going to go home? Yeah. Like that bodily function I couldn't control. Yeah. So that brings me to my point of, like, how I'm – like, how am I leaving – the stresses right now Mm -hmm. because i'm like okay i'm not getting any work done with music i'm so exhausted like my my work week is so fluctuating that like the one week because it bled into the next week so it Mm -hmm. wasn't technically overtime i worked a 65 hour week but then like other days i'm only working 40 like this past one was 40 but like that's what i mean though it's Mm -hmm. just kind of like Okay. It's chaos. It's a little bit chaotic and I can't control it. Yeah. And then I go back to Stoic philosophy. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. What can you control? What can you control? Uh, I'm even looking like at fatalism. Uh, fatalism is what uh, Machiavelli was. Mm-hmm. Machiavelli was neither a pessimist. He was neither a um, optimist. Mm-hmm. He's what's called a fatalist. And what fatalism is that so optimism is just like the future Looking is bright. On the bright side. Pessimism is just like everything is bleak, nothing matters, which is kind of like what Nietzsche did. Uh but fatalism is that it's the in between where it's mm-hmm. just like, hey, life is gonna suck, but what are little steps that I can take to make this death feel a little bit better? Yeah. What makes it suck a little less? Yeah, just little steps of making yeah. a bad situation good yeah so it's kind of like in the middle where it's like everything's peachy and mm-hmm. nothing is peachy it's kind of like okay nothing's peachy but how can i make it what peachy? can i make what, I, what can i do to make this moment okay so i have this daily planner that i've had all year and i just haven't used because i'm like well how can i plan anything yeah when blah blah blah, blah. so i've made a plan at least for now, where I'm at right now, mm-hmm. okay, I go back to Soza. I'm like, okay, what can I control? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what I can control is only the week that I'm in. Mm-hmm. I can't control next week's schedule. Nope. Can't do that. Like, because I don't know it. Yeah. I literally just got my schedule. Today is Sunday as we're recording this. I just got my this week's schedule today. Yeah. Sunday. Yeah. So it's like... I don't know. I didn't know when my next days off were until today. Yeah. So I can't control next week's schedule. What I can control is, okay, here's my schedule. 
and I'm going to go into my daily planner every single week once I get that schedule and be like, okay, from, and I'm, and I wrote down the times that I'm doing. Like every hour is accounted for. Every hour hour is accounted for. And I'm just going to go every day and be like, okay, today is Monday. This is going to be my plan. Hopefully. Yeah. What I can control is writing it down. What I can't control is if plans fall through fall through like you could wake up tomorrow morning and really not be with it yes and decide nope not doing that schedule today yeah and that's fine or like i have to stay late at work yeah you know exactly i can't control that exactly um like if it's my decision yes i did well yes but but what i can control and i need to remind myself that because here's my biggest issue with stoicism. Mm-hmm. My big issue is that my not my issue in terms of just like what I don't agree with, but like my issue with is that like um you can only control what you can control. But my problem is that like okay, so I need to control everything. Yeah, you you blame yourself for things that are out of your control. Yeah. Like you say, well, I shouldn't have this job if it's making me do this. It's like, well, that's not the point right now. Yeah. And that's what I mean, though. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like I'm trying to control so much in my outside world. I'm like, I read stoicism and it's like you can only control what you can control. And I'm like, OK, so I should control everything. <laughs> Took it a little too far. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, OK, so every aspect of my life, I and then I still read mm-hmm. stoicism I'm like, no. And I and I read it. Yeah. And it's just like. No, like literally the only thing you can control is like your personality. Not yeah. even that sometimes. It's like you can really only control how you react to the situations at hand. Because even I believe Socrates. Oh, I'm stupid. Maybe Seneca. I'm pretty sure maybe it was Seneca. Pretty sure maybe. Uh <laughs> Seneca had the quote of just saying, like, we are just a soul carrying a corpse. And what yeah. he meant by that is that, like, our souls are all that we have, but even the bodily functions of our bodies is just a corpse. And we can't even control that because yeah. we're a soul just carrying this corpse. Yeah. it's It got so deep where it's just saying, like, you literally can only control your emotions of the situation. Yeah. You can't even control your body. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're legs give out mm-hmm. you didn't control that but but my my biggest issue and i'm starting to like come down from this is that yeah. like so i i control everything yeah it's like no no yeah <laughs> like marcus aurelius seneca socrates they were all just being in just a just a big line just a line mm-hmm. and just slapping me right yeah. now ryan holiday who's a modern stoic he would be in that line they would just be in a, in a single form line and they would say like, hey, we can only control this line. Like, I know time is coming up where we can slap Adam, but we can only control how the time goes. I can't even control time. No. I can't control how hard they'll slap me. But that that's my biggest issue. Yeah. So me saying this is that like, okay, I can only control what I can control. Meaning that every single week... I can look at my schedule and I can merely write down what I can do. Mm -hmm. And in that control, I'm saying like, okay, this is what I'm going to do at this time. I can control that. Yeah. I 
Adam am going to do this. Mm-hmm. Again, I can't control, let's say, in this time where I'm going to do music, an emergency happens or yeah. I get an emergency phone call, you know? Yeah. Can't control that. Nope. So I'm trying, uh, again, I, I know I'm saying this over and over again, but like I'm trying to learn to control what I can control. Mm-hmm. That's all. And I'm trying to get away from the mentality. I'm like, so I can control my job environment. Nope. Nope. Can't do that. So I can control like how I ate. Nope. Not how you age. Like I can control when my album comes. Even then. Yeah. I can't really. Because even then, uh, when I put out the Christmas EP, Mm -hmm. because there's a cover on like the song, it needs to develop more. I can't even control. I couldn't even control when the date was. Yeah. So I can only control. I can control. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the reason why I came up with this system, yeah. going back to the Christmas EP, yeah, and, I, and I'm sorry I'm talking for such a long tangent. No, you're good. Uh, but the reason why I came up with this schedule my week every single week, just once a week, I sit down and mm-hmm. I look at my work schedule and I say, okay, this is what I'm planning to do this week. Yeah. Um, including working in the studio a lot. Uh, the reason why I'm playing this is because that's how I wrote the Christmas EP. Yeah. Um, I had a goal. Yeah. I was like, I want to write a Christmas album. Yeah. And I want to do it in three weeks mm-hmm. while working this restaurant job. Yeah. During the holidays. Yeah. Um, I put it on my right whiteboard and I said, each day, this is going to happen. 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 Mm-hmm. And guess what? A Christmas EP came out. Yeah. Was it my best work? It's still pretty good. Right. But it was still, but based on what you had done before, it was an improvement. Yes. So yeah, it was your best work at the time. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, that's what I mean though. It's like, at the time I was just like, okay, my goal is to write out a Christmas EP. When do I want it out? In three weeks. How am I going to do that? And I just said mm-hmm. like, okay, here's my plan. And that plan pretty much happened. Yeah. So that's why I was like, why can't I just do that every single week then? So I'm going to do that. You're very goal oriented. When you have a plan or a goal Mm -hmm. and you have, well, when you have a goal and you have a plan to execute it, Mm -hmm. you do it. Like most of the time before, like when you were working at the salad place and we had our, we had a week, we always had the weekend. Friday night you say, all right. This is our plan. Like you would yes. make the plan for Saturday, even though the plan was to do nothing. Yeah. You would be like, all right, we're going to wake up. We're going to make breakfast. Like you made a plan to do nothing. Mm-hmm. So like you work really well with that, which I think is hilarious because I tried <laughs> to make plans when we were in high school and you're just like, man, we'll just show up at the mall. <laughs> and if there's a movie, well, at that time, we'll go see it. I'd be like, well, what movie are we seeing? I don't know. I'm like, is it what time? Is it? I don't know. Like we just show up at the mall and hope the movie's on at a reasonable time. My mom is li- currently screaming at her phone. Yes. Like yes! literally like for the first four <laughs> years of our relationship, you planned absolutely nothing ever. <laughs> and now like you can't do anything without a plan. And I think it's just the weirdest thing. Again, I'm trying to grow as a person. But also I've, done the opposite i know where it's like i needed a plan for everything because that's how i was raised yeah like that was like 
but that's the biggest cause of my anxiety is that I feel like I need to have a plan. So like now what I'm working on Mm -hmm. is doing what feels good. Yes. Like for me, it's like I have, we set our goals for the new year. Mm -hmm. I have played maybe 30 minutes of the last of us Mm -hmm. and 30 minutes of Ali Ali world. Yes. I have finished one and a half lines of my quilt. Most of my weekends I have baked or just sat and watched down to Nabby because that's what feels good. And I have anxiety and that's what's most important is keeping my mental health at a decent level. Mm -hmm. Like I am not at the top of my company right now. And that gives me anxiety when I work because it's people I don't like who are ahead of me and people who I know I'm better than. Mm -hmm. And your mom had suggested like, well, why don't you work overtime? Because I know this person works overtime. They get a lot done on the weekend. I'm just like, that is not worth my mental health, though. Mm -hmm. I want to be the top of my department because I put that pressure on myself that I feel like I'm not worthy of my job if I'm not at the top. Like, I feel like my boss could drop me any moment if I'm not at the top. I know that's not true, Mm -hmm. but that's how my brain works. But I also... you as a middle child exactly but i was my excuse as an only child (laughs) and they're not going to drop me i'm the (laughs) only one there (laughs) but but that's the thing so it's like but i also know that if i work on the weekends my my brain's not getting a rest yeah so i have to prioritize that i know working's not going to feel good and this week yesterday i did a lot it wasn't what felt great but i stuff i wanted to do Mm mm-hmm and then today I was like, all right, I did a lot yesterday. Today I'm doing nothing. Today I sat on the couch mm-hmm. and I shoveled because they were in the middle of the snowstorm for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Because March, um, yep. big snowstorm apparently, and there's going to be more snow all week. Woohoo! Woohoo! Um, but other than that, I was like, no, I sat on the couch. I finished my patch that I've been embroidering, and I watched Downton Abbey, and I did nothing else. And then when it came time for dinner. Oh, I see him. <laughs> when it came time for dinner, we ordered Chinese food. And normally, we'll split a chicken dish. Yes. But I was like, no, I would really like shrimp lo mein. And even though <laughs> my message was like, I want shrimp lo mein. But if you don't want it, that's okay. We can get this. <laughs> but I still put it out there that I wanted shrimp lo mein. Yes. And I did what felt good. And even when I made my salmon dish, I gave you the option. Like, I can do a deconstructed sushi. Yeah. Or I can do a salmon pasta. And you're like... I wouldn't mind the rice. I'm like, but you seem more excited about the pasta. Like, I'm just not in the mood for rice. I just wasn't. And it was like a sushi, so it was going to be cold, and it was cold out. I just wanted No, no. It was going to be a warm sushi. Oh, well, you said sushi. I assume it's cold. No, I was explaining it to you. Well, either way, I didn't want rice. I know. (laughs) I wanted pasta. But yeah, so I'm working on it. And that's, again, I moved to the Midwest so that like I could improve as a person. Exactly. We both did. We both came here to improve our anxiety and depression. And I, and we are, mm-hmm. even though you guys can't tell because we've been nothing but anxious and depressed since we got here. Yeah. But it has improved because we're handling it yes. differently because we're not in a place full of obligation. Mm-hmm. Or uh, like you said, an audience to tell us like, yeah. hey, Ooh, this is just like you what you did. I'm exactly. like, I know I'm trying to improve, yeah. dude. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just trying to, like I said, with these plans, I'm just starting to reroute and be like, okay, I have a goal, but like, how do I get it done? Uh, oh, oh, also part of these goals. Um, so I've been trying to produce music in the mornings right before I go to work. Not doing that anymore. No. It's not going to happen. And that's fine because you've learned that that doesn't work for you. 
Because when I made the, like I kept thinking, like, how did I make the essence of life doing a restaurant job? How did I freaking do that? And I think it's because I came and I, whenever I did produce, there were some days where I'm like, I just can't. But whenever I did, yeah, it was always after work. Yeah. Because then I was like, okay, I have no more obligations. The only thing I have to do is cook dinner. But then even then, if I was really in the zone, I'm like, hey, Liz, can we order dinner? Or dinner would just be late. Dinner would be Either late. Either one. Um, the only obligation I had to do was cook dinner. Yeah. But like whenever I tried to produce in the morning, I always gave myself such a headache. There was one of two things that happened. One was I got so frustrated because I'm trying to program an effect into something and it's just not working. If you ever written a song, um, uh, uh, digital programming sucks. It sucks hard. It's not as bad as coding, like coding for a video oh, game. Yeah. It's not as bad. I'm just saying it sucks. So when an effect doesn't happen the way I want it to happen mm-hmm. or there's a mix that it's just not working, yeah, I get not frustrated, but just I just get a headache. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh. like, it's one of those things like. It's like a problem you need to solve. Yeah, it's like a problem I need to solve. And then, oh, I got to leave for work. Yeah. And it's like with happens within an hour to 45 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. I only have in the studio and then I have to head to work. So it's either a headache or I get so in the zone. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, th- this will work. This will work. And you want to ride that momentum. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, it's time to go to work. And it's yeah. within 45 to 60 minutes. And, it's yeah. just, and I get it's both frustrating Right before I have to go in for a shift and all I keep thinking about is that piece that I was mm-hmm. just working on. Yeah. And then I get an idea and I'm just like, oh, crap. I Dang it. Yeah. So no longer am I doing art in the morning. I'm doing reading. I'm meditating, mm-hmm. praying. You know, like that will be the morning. Just yeah. kind of call my heart, call myself before I go to work, mm-hmm. like start the day off right. I'm not going to do any art projects. Yeah. Not going to record anything. Just kind of like be in a moment, mm-hmm. just read something. Uh, and then when I do have time, I will do music after work when yeah. I have less obligation. Yep. So that's also part of my plan because that's how I did Essence of Life and Essence of Life came out. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm trying to control what I control. Yeah. You're not trying to make any plans. I'm trying to not control not even not control just like mm-hmm. just do what what i am like all right well this feels good mm-hmm. like this will not trigger me and it will make me happy yeah and that's what i mean it's just like i'm trying to i'm trying to I, again i'm trying to be a better stoic mm-hmm. to be more like christ because christ was uh jesus was a stoic mm-hmm. um and he was just <laughs> I, I, if you ever, I would, I would recommend reading the gospel. Just would recommend it. But I told Marcus this: uh, like my favorite line of Jesus was when there was this boy, and he was having a seizure down there, and down on the hill, and Jesus was talking, um, to the prophets, mm-hmm. and his disciples come up like, "This boy, hey, he's just, he's, he's going everywhere. What do we do?" And Jesus literally looks at them like not verbatim, but then he yeah. says like. <sighs> How long do I have to be here? How long do I have to be here? 
until you learn. Yeah, I love every time in the Bible when Jesus is like, how many times do I need to tell you? Yeah, literally, <laughs> he's, his whole line is like, how many times? Huh? And then he says, like, bring me the boy. And he just kind of says, like, bring me, <laughs> bring me the boy. And then he heals the boy. But like, there's so many times where it's just like, okay, I'm going to die on a cross. Like, oh, Jesus, don't say that. Like, I'm going to die on a cross. And then yeah. the cross happens. And Peter's like, like, oh, my God. Yeah. The Peter's <laughs> like, oh, no. And then like, hey, Peter, you're going to deny me three times. Like, no, I'm not. And then Peter denies. Him, like, How did he know? Yeah. And then he rises and he's like, I do. I, I told you. I told you all this. I told you. I that Jesus is my favorite stoic because he's just like, dude, bro covered this i we we covered you bro (laughs) (laughs) come on come on yeah so he's good yeah i would recommend it but yeah so 10 would recommend jesus (laughs) would recommend jesus um so yeah i'm gonna make a t-shirt that says come on bro uh and then a little dash and says jesus um yeah but that would imply that it's a direct quote that's not what jesus said basically said it's in it's in the street Bible, which there you is. Should, a, you could do basically Jesus. Basically Jesus. I wanted to make um a t shirt. Me and uh Matt, who was my um my my youth pastor uh, mentor, mm-hmm. um when I was when I was training for youth ministry, he was my mentor. And there's a there's a passage in Acts ten where Peter, I believe, Peter, uh, there was a centurion coming to visit him, and in that time, centurions were not, you know. Uh, in cahoots with Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so God came down in a vision with uh, Peter and he brought down um, this mat of like non-kosher foods, right? Including lizards, right? And says, hey, Peter, you need to eat these. Meaning that like, hey, you need to coordinate with people that are not necessarily kosher with your, with your people, but mm-hmm. hey, it's got to happen. And Peter's like, no. And God brings it back up and he puts that down like, Peter, eat it. No. <sighs> Peter. It's like feeding a three-year-old vegetables. Eat the lizard. So <laughs> in that vision, then he says like, hey, man, there's a centurion coming. You need to talk to him. So we wanted to make a t-shirt that says, eat the lizard. Act 10. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, 10 out of 10. What if I recommend? So we've gone on for a while here. Yeah. But. Gotta go eat cake. We have to? Well, I have to. Yeah. Oh, I mean, at this point, what, what, like, your stomach's gonna already be messed up tomorrow. Yeah. I had two glasses. So why not add cake on top of it? Two glasses of sake and orange chicken. It's a nice little mix. Mm. Might as well add some chocolate peanut maple cake. Might as well. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Again, you don't need to. I am. Yeah. Um, I'll have, I'll have a sliver. <laughs> Your cakes are very good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very glad you weren't home though when I made it. <laughs> it was, when it came to the butter, it was. Well, it's like when I'm repotting my plants, I'm like, yeah, oh, I, oh. I literally, I was like, oh my God, this is like when Adam pots his plants. Yeah. Because it was, there was buttercream everywhere. There was black icing. There was cake. My hands were covered in colors. No. I have my now, under do, my nails are colored green and orange. 
did you do the Adam style of freak out or did you do the Andrew style of freak out? I did the Lizzie style of freak out. <laughs> What's the Lizzie style of freak out? It's the, well, it was mostly silent. Yeah, because that's what I mean. Andrew's like, <laughs> well, just that was my pacing. style too. That's what Andrew I mean. and I are basically the same person. Where I just go, oh, oh, where that was like, I was like, oh boy, like I don't even know, like I don't even remember. I one have blacked it out, but like I don't think I said anything. <laughs> I might have said a couple profanities, but <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I I just go, oh oh, and Lizzie's upstairs doing work. Like, what are you doing? Nothing. Uh-oh. Like and I know he's potting plants, so like I know that means that the entire counter is covered in mud. <laughs> She'll hear an occasional "Oh boy!" <laughs> like can he? <laughs> or is this like "Don't come downstairs"? Yeah. No, Please. I'm glad that you weren't there. Yeah, I'm glad you don't see how bad the kitchen gets whenever you pot plants. Oh, I have. Oh yeah, you have. It's a miss many times because you usually did it on the weekends yeah. when I'm just sitting there watching. The mess and, occur. And I go, uh-oh. And I'm like, you're cleaning that up, right? And you're like, yep. Because yeah. normally you would do it after we cleaned the house and I clean the kitchen. So it's like you you just completely like reversed everything I did. Yeah. And I'm like, you're cleaning that up, right? Cleaning a house is on my schedule. Yeah. <laughs> right before we came in to record, Adam's like, should we clean? I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm like I was not mentally prepared to clean this weekend, so no. <laughs> We are cleaning one week from today. Yes, we are. Yes, according to my schedule. Your your schedule. My schedule. So there is that. Yeah. And and every time, also, uh, you thought it was cute, is that I wrote down instead of like free time during this, it's Liz time. Yeah, Liz time and free time were different. Yes, free time is for me, but Liz time, like uh, tomorrow. It's just any time that you're not doing anything, but it's with me. Yes. And tomorrow there are two Liz times. Well, that's because one is my lunch. Yeah. But there is Liz time. Liz time. Oh, you didn't. You put in Liz time. I'll be at therapy for an hour. <gasps> Where would I get my Liz time? After therapy. Also, it's at five. So you don't need to make dinner till like 530. Oh, this this is just, this is. Bu- I'm sorry. I didn't catch that when I was oh, reading it. Oh, that means I have to play Fortnite for an hour longer at least. Oh, no. Instead of Liz time, I have to play Fortnite. Replace it with Floki time. <laughs> He's just looking <laughs> at me as like, you could. He's like, you could. You could give me scritches. Scritches. But yeah, no, from from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., I have Fortnite slash whatever. And then uh, 4 to 5 p.m., dinner prep. And then 5 to bedtime is Liz time. Yeah, I forgot when I was reading I was like, that I had therapy at 5 tomorrow. So then... It's going to have to be Fortnite till f- 5.30. Yeah. At least. Maybe even 5.45. So yeah. much Fortnite. Because my therapist isn't great with paying attention to the time. No. We sometimes go over. Speaking of going over. <laughs> well, that's okay. Because like every time I, I listen to the Nintendo podcast, I actually get a little bit excited when it's an hour and a half. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But then I get a little bummed when it's only an hour. Don't know. I'm stupid. Um... But yeah, I'm not going to go over my whole schedule for the week for you listeners. I'm just saying that it's like my yeah, day there's, off. There's separate Liz times and free mm-hmm. times. Yes, there's my free time and then there's a Liz time. Yeah. So that's important to me. Uh, but yeah, so I have this all planned out. And like I said, I'm only trying to control what I can control. I can control writing down on a piece of paper what my schedule is. I can't control if those plans fall through. Yeah. 
Exactly. Like I had plans this weekend. I was going to do a donation. I was going to mail my mom's birthday present. Instead, we got a snowstorm. And I was like, I'm not driving anywhere. I texted my mom and said, hey, your birthday present is going to be late because I was going to mail it today, but instead it snowed. And I might not get to mail it till next weekend or I'll have Adam mail it on one of his days off. Yeah. On Well, I do have a plan for errands, so there's that. There's that. You can mail my mom's birthday present. Yeah. I was going to say, and get a haircut, but I think I'll go another week without yeah. a haircut. Yeah. It's getting kind of long for you, but it's mm. not like it looks bad. Yeah. It just looks different. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's end this episode before okay. we go off the rails again. Yeah. So, um... Thanks again for listening to this very depressing podcast, I guess you can say. It wasn't depressing. I think it was educational. Educational. Uh, you, you found out what it means to not breathe during a panic attack. I sure learned. <laughs> that you did. I did. And I was like, oh, boy, this is what they mean. I get it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, don't bully, your, bully yourself out of a panic attack, I guess. I yeah, guess that's the- not a great way to go. Yeah. That was nice. Look up one of those options. And remember that app that was in one of the video games? I, again, I don't I don't have time for an app. During well, no, se- I'm saying for other people who are listening who do have time. Oh, yeah. Like to help focus you out of it. I don't remember which video game it was. It was one of... Tell me why. Yeah, tell me why. They had that app like to help calm me down. And I was like, oh my God, I know that app. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those are another ones. It just kind of helps to take you out, take you out of your head. That's another one where I was just like, tell me why. It was like she was having a panic attack and she couldn't breathe. I don't understand that. Yeah. And then it happened. Yeah, that's because the problem is that's the only type of panic attack they show in media yeah. when you and I don't experience those types of panic attacks, typically. Typically. This is the first this time, time I did. you did. I was like, oh. Not fun. Not fun. Would not <laughs> recommend. I tried to bully myself. Yeah. And it's like, come on, man. Man up. But, yeah, that's not a way to do it. Yeah. Um, then I ate some chunky peanut butter and it was just fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's, let's leave. All right. Love you all. Jesus loves you. Okay, bye. Toodles.